The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa'udhul salatu wa tammu taslim ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. وَمَنْ تَبِعَهُمْ بِإِحْسَانٍ إِلَى يَوْمِ الدِّينِ Dear brothers and sisters, welcome to a new show of Tadabur al-Quran with you, Sheikh Ahmed al-Nashash. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. We are in the second week of Ramadan. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our fasting, our recitation, our prayers, our sadaqat, and all our good deeds. Ramadan, brothers and sisters, is the month of giving. And mashallah, you'll find the people in this month, they are so generous. If it is to do with zakah, or if it is to do with sadaqah. So I thought, let us today, inshallah ta'ala, talk about the sadaqah and the zakah, and also to talk about some of these rules, some of the new questions that the people keep asking about the zakah. So firstly, let us talk about the sadaqah and the zakah, and what's the link between the two. Sadaqah is the general giving, the charity. When you give anyone for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this considered to be sadaqah. If, if that's one pound or one hundred pounds or one thousand pounds or one million pounds, this can be sadaqah. And on the sadaqah, there isn't that much restrictions. So you can give the sadaqah to a person who's ill. Or uh, for the masjid. Or to make sadaqah jariya, continuous sadaqah, like having a will, for example, or a school, or buying books, putting them in the masjid, or printing da'wah uh, materials or you give food or clothes or even a smile can be sadaqah so the sadaqah is general term and the restriction is not that much but when it comes to the zakah no it is type of sadaqah because the main idea is to give but there is restrictions on the zakah where we take it from whom we take it how we give it and so on and this is something you'll find some people they are confused about some people think that the rules of zakah applies to the sadaqah and that's not true The rules of zakah doesn't necessarily apply to the sadaqah. What I mean by that? There are people that are not entitled for the zakah. But they might be entitled to sadaqah. As I said, say a person who originally able to work and he's not fakir, has nothing or miskin, has something, he has some money, but he has a problem, he had a problem. In this country, we don't have problems with hospitals. I mean paying 
the cost of the hospitals. But if you are in the third world in general, Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, Jordan, Palestine, Egypt, Somalia, you need uh, to pay for your medicine, you need to pay for the operation, and so on. So, if someone, he really needs for operation, this is not part of the zakah, but it can be part of the sadaqah. There is many examples, but the idea is that I'd like everyone who's listening to understand there's difference between sadaqah and zakah. And sadaqah can be one pound or one million pounds. MashaAllah, there, there are people built masajid and the masjid cost one million pounds. Alhamdulillah. For them, it was easy and, and simple. Alhamdulillah. Now, let us go to the zakah. I am sure all the listeners, they know that the zakah is the third pillar of Islam. And this came clear in the hadith of the Prophet when he said, So he said that for Islam, built on five pillars, the shahada, the salah, the prayers, the zakah, and uh, fasting, Ramadan, and hajj. And this is among all the scholars, this is the rule that all the scholars with the opinion that the zakah is the third pillar of Islam and it is compulsory on the people who is uh, who has the nisab, which we will talk about it inshallah, and he has this money for one year. When you look at the Quran you will find that the Salah and the Zakah in many ayahs they link together. In 82 ayahs Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said الَّذِينَ يَقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَيُؤْتُونَ الزَّكَاةَ وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ Perform the Salah, pay the Zakah. الَّذِينَ يَقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ So those who give this perform the salah and give from what we gave them. So you'll find these two are the pillars of building the society. You need people, they have a very strong link with their Lord through the salah and you need financial pillar to make this community come together and help each other. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala established this system to make the people who are living together and they have different uh, level of income, these people will come together and help each other. Those who has money and they are rich, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, they will help those who are poor and because the zakah has a very important role in the society then we'll find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, warned of a severe punishment to those who doesn't pay and also there is a reward for those who are paying, paying it. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا أَدَّيْتَ زَكَاةَ مَالِكَ فَقَدْ أَذْهَبْتَ عَنْكَ شَرَّةَ So when you pay the zakah of your wealth, then you get rid of the evil of that, of that wealth. And when you give, you'll find this when you record on the Day of Judgment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَمَا تُقَدِّمُوا لِأَنفُسِكُمْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ تَجِدُوهُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ 
إن الله بما تعملون بصير. Perform the salah and pay the zakah and anything you uh, sit forward for yourself of good, you'll find it with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, or can see everything that you are doing. But if you don't pay the zakah, this is what the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said. He said in authentic hadith, O people of Muhajireen, the migrants, there are five things if you are doing them, and I hope that you will not do that, then there will be a punishment. Then he said, لم تظهر الفاحشة في قوم قط حتى يعلنوا بها إلا فشى فيهم الطاعون والأوجاع التي لم تكن مضت في أسلافهم الذين مضوا. When the fahisha like zina والعياذ بالله become uh, popular and the people they do it without any shame, then Allah سبحانه وتعالى will send them طاعون the plague and the diseases that wasn't there. And their uh, forefathers. And if they play with the measures and the weights, then they will have uh, famine and hard life. Then he said, and when they don't pay the zakah of their wealth, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish them with less rain. And if there is no animals, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might not send rain on them. So this hadith, really a severe warning for those who doesn't pay the zakah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also warned those who doesn't pay the zakah in Surah Al-Amran, Ayah 180, when he said, وَلَا يَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ يَبْخَلُونَ بِمَا أَتَاهُمُ اللَّهُمْ فَضْلِهِ وَخَيْرًا لَهُمْ بَلْ هُوَ شَرٌ لَهُمْ سَيُطَوَّقُونَ مَا بَخِلُوا بِهِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Don't think those who are not paying from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them from his bounties that it is good for them. Actually, it is evil for them because they don't pay and it will be uh, going around them on their necks uh, what they didn't pay in this in this dunya it means that the silver and the gold and all of these things that you don't pay the care for it it will be like necklace on your neck on the day of judgment but it will be necklace from fire. And uh, if someone he he's saying that I don't want to pay zakah, the zakah is only a tax. Uh, I am paying my taxes. Why why I need to pay zakah? This we consider non-believer uh, and. The proof of that, Surah Tawbah, Ayah 11, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about the mushrikeen at that time, he said, فَإِن تَابُوا وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتَوُوا الزَّكَاةَ فَإِخْوَانُكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ So if these mushrikeen, non-believers, they make tawbah, perform the salah, uh, pay the zakah, then they will be your brothers in, in the deen. So this is just to give you an idea about the importance of the zakah. Zakah, brothers and sisters, is a sign of Iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكَرَ اللَّهُ وَجَلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَعَلَى رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ الَّذِينَ يُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ أُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ حَقًّا لَهُمْ دَرْجَاتٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ وَرِزْقٌ كَرِيمٌ Indeed, the believers, those when 
Allah's mention in front of them, or the name of Allah mentioned before them, so their hearts will fear, will, have, will be full of fear from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala recited to them, this will make their iman increase and they have their full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What they do? They perform the salah and they give from what we uh, bless them with. And those are the true believers and they will have levels of good on the day of judgment and uh, forgiveness and a, a good sustenance. So we can see from this these eyes from in Surah Al-Anfal 2 to 4 that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describing the true believers that they are يُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ That these people they are performing the salah and they give from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give uh, them. So we understand now, brothers and sisters, that zakah is fard. You have to pay it when you have the nisab. So what's the nisab? The nisab is a certain amount of money that you need to have to pay, uh, so to be, to be eligible or you must pay the, the zakah. And the scholars, they said, according to a group of Ahadith, that it is when about 85 grams of gold and about uh, 585 grams of silver. So the numbers may vary from place to place. The idea is that you need to have either these this gold of or silver as material you have it so you have uh, different types of gold and when you put it in the scales it gives you 85 grams so when you have this amount of gold in any type this means that you have to pay the zakah on this because this is now the nisab or if you have around 600 grams of silver then the same, this means that you need to pay the zakah. Now, the same we talk about the cash. If you have equal to 85 grams of gold or 585 grams of silver, then you need to pay the zakah. Now, because the price of the silver and uh, the gold varies from country to country, time to time. Then the scholars, they said, we need to think all the time about the beneficiaries of this. So these days, if we'd like to say the Nisab, according to the gold, we're talking about nearly 4,000 pounds. But if we talk about the Nisab regarding Fidda, if you calculate it according to the Fidda, which is the silver, this will be about four to 500 pounds. Obviously, as I said, you need to calculate this on a daily basis, but I'm giving you roughly figures now. Say if you have 400 pounds, according to this opinion of the scholars, that you need to pay the zakah on them. Why? Because we are thinking about the beneficiaries. If we'd like to stick to the gold, then many people, they will not pay the zakah because you need to have 4,000 pounds to be able uh, to pay the zakah. And this is not in the benefit of those who are poor and needy. So, to make it easy to understand, if you have four to have 400 pounds 
and you have this for one year this means that you need to pay the zakah now when we talk about this country what are the what what types of money or wealth the people they have so they have money in the bank or in uh, their safe or uh, they saved it somewhere else so there is we are talking about the cash money this is number one number two mashallah alhamdulillah there is many people they have gold especially for the sisters and the people also uh, they have businesses different types of businesses so these are the main things that the people have obviously when you have wages it, it goes to the first first one which I'll talk about it in details now let us start with the wages the salaries you don't need to pay zakah on your salary on monthly basis the easiest way and this is the opinion of Sheikh Ben Atameen Rahmatullah Ta'ala the easiest way is to do the following say Ramadan 2020 you have 1000 pounds savings so after you paid the rent and you paid for different things you have 1000 pounds it's in your bank account or in your pocket then from Ramadan 2020 until Ramadan 2021 this money went up 2,000, 3,000, maybe 2,500. And now, when you checked what is your balance in Ramadan 2021, you found it 2,000 pounds. Now, obviously, these 2,000 pounds, 1,000 of them already the year passed. But other 1,000, some of them four months, five months. So the opinion of Sheikh bin Atameen, and I like this opinion because it saves a lot of hustle, is to pay the zakah on the 2000. As I said, 1000 already you have to pay on it, and the other 1000 you are paying on some of them in advance three months, four months, five months, something like this and paying in advance is permissible and this happened in the time of Amr al-Khattab when they have a famine and he spoke to Al-Abbas the uncle of the Prophet وسلم, who used to be a, a very rich man and Al-Abbas he paid the zakah of two years zakah of two years and the scholars from this uh, hadith they said it is permissible to pay the zakah in advance so going back to the example I said so 1000 pound you already you have to pay for it and the other 1000 you are paying on some of it or most of it in advance and this is permissible and you continue doing this uh, for all the savings if it is from salary if it is uh, from you inherited some some money uh, you saved uh, some money from small business something like this uh, you are doing certain services so all these things if you have savings and these savings uh, keep changing during during the year the easiest way is to see what you have on the day when you give the zakah. Now we have to remember that the zakah is due again. We need to remember this is due when, when you have the money for one year. So if you have it only for a few months, then you won't have to pay zakah. Example. So Ramadan this year started in April. 
so going back there was a look down you are not working and september you started having some savings but before september because of lockdown you spent all your money so the, the first of september 2020 you have nothing then you started when they ease the lockdown a little bit you started working you start making some savings now ramadan now you have 2000 do you have to pay the account this no you don't have because you don't have this money for one year you have it only for four months in 2020 and three months here seven months so you don't have to pay the care on this i'll give more examples inshallah after the the break please keep tuning on inspire fm 105.1 assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Dear brothers and sisters, we'll come back to the second part of Tadabbur al-Qur'an show with you, Sheikh Ahmed al-Nashash. And today I'm talking about the zakah. So in the first part, I spoke about the importance of zakah in Islam. And I spoke about how to pay zakah on the savings and the salary. Now... Uh, Remember, the percentage is 2.5% of what you have. Now, how I calculate what I have? So, we are talking here about a person who has savings. Let us take this example. I have 10,000 pounds. Or a person has 10,000 pounds. These are savings. And that person have them since last Ramadan and this is savings he doesn't need it he doesn't need to pay rent from it or expenses or debts or anything but if this person has 10,000 pounds and when he got married he borrowed 2,000 from his uncle 2,000 from his auntie, 1,000 from a friend. And he didn't pay him. And he offered them, maybe a few times, that I need to pay this money. And they said to him, don't worry, you can pay later. Now we don't consider the 10,000 now is full for this person. It's only half of it because he borrowed 5,000. The advice is to pay it. Why? In Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam in his life, when there's janazah come, he will ask, Is he in debt to anyone? If they say no, then Nabi sallallahu alayhi will proceed and pray Salat al-Janazah on that person. If they say no, the Nabi Wasallam will ask, is there anyone ready to pay his debt? If someone say yes, the Nabi Wasallam proceed. If there is no one will say I am ready, the Nabi Wasallam will say, Sallu ala sahibikum. Pray on your friend. And why? Because in Nabi Sallallahu if he prayed on someone, he is guaranteed that he is forgiven. But now, this person, if he owes money to the people, then how Nabi Sallallahu will accept that, that he didn't pay this, this money? Then later when <coughs> Muslims, mashallah, they had money, 
then they used to pay it from in our terms now the government the government used to bail these people and pay on their behalf Uthman ibn Affan he used to say to the people when it is the time of zakah which is usually Ramadan he would say oh people pay your debts before the time of the zakah because the people they are buying and selling and borrowing and all of these things who say settle your uh, money and what you have and what you owe the people pay your debts then you have to pay on what you have uh, in your position so you don't pay zakah on, on the money that you owe the people because your auntie and your friend and your uncle has to pay on your debt why because they are expecting you to pay sooner or later so if your uncle and auntie pay the zakah on your debt and you pay the zakah on your debt because you have it but you didn't pay it you said okay they are my friends they are my family I can pay it later so you pay and they pay there will be double and this is not allowed you don't pay for the certain thing twice so what is the best way say to them Jazakumullah khair barakallah fikum you help me when I need this is your money I have alhamdulillah don't leave this money on your shoulders just get rid of all the debts you have as long as you can because if you if you pay the debt and you end with nothing you have no problem you don't have to pay the cat so I hope this uh, this clear to everyone inshallah ta'ala now again we'll go back to the example you have 10,000 pounds saving but and all these are yours you don't owe anyone any penny but your brother borrowed from you 2000 and your friend at work borrowed 5000 and uh, your father-in-law borrowed 3000 so there is another 10,000 so there is 10,000 so you have in your position in your account 10,000 and the people owes you another 10,000 so what's the situation now you have to pay for the 20,000 not only the 10,000 as long as as long as you believe that this money will come in a few months in a year two years doesn't matter But say this year you paid for the twenty thousand. Then the next year you checked the people who owe you money and found that the five thousand that uh, your father borrowed from you. There is no way that you can give them back. Why? because he has a business and the business closed down and he's now at home he's not working maybe his health conditions is not is not good actually he became a person who's entitled for the zakat so in this case this false that you don't pay the, you don't pay the accountant why because you cannot get them back you cannot get them back so you only pay for the 15,000 which is the 10,000 you have maybe more than next year and the other 5,000 that you are expecting that you will have them 
held him back, inshallah. So this is for the wages and any type of series. Now we'll come to the gold. And this is one of the questions that we'll keep hearing. What is the ruling about, about the gold? Now, jewelry which has been prepared to be worn and used as an adornment is something concerning which the fuqaha differed as to whether it is obligatory to pay the it. The Hanafis are of the view that it is obligatory to pay zakah on it. But the majority of Malikis, Shafi'i and Hanbalis are of the view that it is not obligatory to pay zakah on it. And some scholars, they consider that the Hanafi madhab in this regard is the madhab we should follow in on this regard on this particular matter why few reasons the first reason the general meaning of of the wealth includes the gold if the, if you have it as savings or you have it only for adornment and there is two hadiths supporting this opinion the first one it was narrated that Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha the wife of the Prophet sallallahu said the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered upon me and I was wearing rings of silver on my hand he said what is this O Aisha I said I made them to adorn myself for you O messenger of Allah he said have you given the count them I said no he said the punishment for them in in hell is enough for you. La ilaha illallah. What she has, brothers and sisters, she has only silver, yeah, uh, a ring of silver. It's not gold, it's not diamonds, not all, all these things. And it's narrated by Abu Dawood and classed as Sahih by Sheikh Al-Albani in Sahih Abu Dawood. Another hadith. It was narrated from Abu ibn Shu'ayf, from his father, from his grandfather, that woman came to the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and she had a daughter of hers with hair. On her daughter's hand were two thick bracelets of gold. He said to her, have you given the zakah on these? She said, no. He said, would you like Allah to make you two bracelets of fire on the day of resurrection because of these? So she took them off and gave them to the Prophet and said they are for Allah and his messenger and narrated by Abu Dawood and Nisa'i and class, class as Hassan by Sheikh Al-Bani in Sahih Abu Dawood. So these are the two hadiths and there is more uh, as I said according to the Hanafi uh, fiqh and uh, when you think about it, many people, many people, mashallah, alhamdulillah, they have, and especially the wives, I said, or the women, they have a lot of, of gold. Now, if all these people, they don't pay the zakah on it, then some, will, what will they will do? They will say, okay, if we don't, pays the, uh, on the gold and jewelry and these things. So they have some savings. They will go and buy, buy some gold with it. And in this way, they, uh, it will not be obligatory on them. Now, I have to say, some scholars, they said, if it is uh, for savings, yes, definitely, you have to pay zakah on them. If it is only for adornment, that the lady, uh, she's wearing a ring, uh, earrings, maybe one bracelet. This is, in this case, there is no zakah on the, in this one. Some scholars. But to be in the safe side, brothers and sisters, just pay zakah on the gold you have and 
you don't need to follow this madhab and that madhab uh, in this particular thing because some people what they do they are following Hanafi in everything in the Salah and uh, Hajj and Siyam and everything when it comes to Zakah they will look which madhab is the easiest easiest for example and they follow it and it's not right the madhab is not for this the madhab this is a big subject but you cannot uh, pick and choose if you follow the Hanafi in these things you have to, to complete unless unless you find in the madhab there is something against authentic sunnah if there is something against authentic sunnah then you follow the sunnah because the, the madhab originally for following the sunnah of the prophet alayhi salatu wassalam so how you do that as i said you will go to the jewelry shop and say to this take what you have and let let them uh, give you valuation then you pay to a top person of the total value insha'Allah ta'ala now there is businesses the business <coughs> How you do your zakah on the business? Obviously, there is different types of businesses. You have a shop. You have uh, uh, another type of business like services, or you have, you are a taxi driver, or you have two three houses for rent. So, so let me go through these people. If you have a shop, then what you do? You started your business in Ramadan 2020. Now it is Ramadan 2021. So you do stock take and you evaluate it on the sales price, not the cost price. Say the total became 10,000. You don't include the shelves and the fridges and uh, anything's not not ready for uh, it's not for sale. So what they call it these days fixed assets. So ten thousand is the stock. Then you see what you owe the suppliers because many of these suppliers give you in credit. One week, uh, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, it depends. So you deduct what you owe these suppliers. And obviously the, these days in the, in the current situation, I don't think many of the shops, uh, they give people credit, but if you give people in credit, you have to add that. So you have 10,000 the stock, uh, you open the people 3,000, and maybe there's some people borrowed from you or in credit 1,000. So 10 minus 3, 7 plus 1, 8. Then you pay 2.5% on uh, this, which will be about how much? 200 pounds really nothing because every 4,000 you pay 100 pounds 8,000 you pay 200 pounds when you think about it brothers and sisters the zakah the amount of zakah that you are given really comparing to the tax you are paying and VAT and all of these things it's nothing if you have a business think about the taxes that you are paying you are paying council tax in some cases. 
you or the business you pay business rate 30 percent 40 50 it depends and you when you do your self-assessment or you, you pay 20% or more, I don't know how, how much it will be. And already you pay VAT. So when it comes to the tax and uh, the rates and all of these things, you are paying a lot of money. When it comes to the zakah, you are paying only two and a half. So look, from all this money, which is 8,000 pounds, you are only paying 200 pounds and despite this you will find people really sometimes I receive a question you see from the question that the person trying to just decrease the amount of the zakah as much as he can oh this is not that it's only 20% but you don't mind paying the full tax and obviously you must pay all the VAT you don't have a choice and you pay the business rate okay that's fine there is no problem but when it comes to this guy you try to playing around no this is not right and remember the money that you are paying is coming back to you if you have a, a taxi driver business you have you have a taxi and you are using it for this your source of income how you make the zakah very simple the zakah on the savings nothing to do with the car doesn't matter the car you bought it for five thousand or ten thousand or twenty thousand this doesn't matter you pay on the savings from this income if you are a taxi driver and you then it at the end of the month is 200 pounds then and uh, you start saving then by the end of the year you have 2400 say 4000 to make it easy to to calculate okay just as i said earlier you pay for now for the 1000 uh, 4000 and you pay how much 100 pounds If you have a house for rent, this question came to me today. What do you do? Do you pay on the value of the flat or the house? No, because this is already, if you are practicing Muslim, you, you paid already before you bought it. Because no one will just suddenly, without any savings or these things, will go and buy a house. You have to make savings. And obviously, I'm not supporting mortgages because mortgages are riba and the riba is haram. I mean, this, this is clear. But the reality, reality, most of the people who, has, who own houses, I don't know the percentage, they are paying mortgage. And some of them, they are buying these houses for rent. So I, I confirm that I don't agree at all with buying to let and you, you do this for mortgage. But you have the house and you are renting it. You don't pay the cat on the value of the house. You pay zakat only on the savings of that rent. So if if the rent is your source of income and you have the one thousand pounds of that rent and you go and buy buy stuff for yourself and food and clothes and all of these things and at the end of the month you have nothing, you don't have to pay zakat. But if the rent is extra income and you save it then you have to pay zakah on, on the savings. Remember, the zakah in general on the savings, not on the income. I'll say this again. The zakah is on the savings, 
not on the income. Doesn't matter what's your income. It doesn't matter what you are buying or spending on yourself. The idea is that you pay on your savings by the end of, of the year. Uh, and the same if you have a service, if you have a barber shop. So you don't pay zakah on the chairs and the mirrors and all of these things. You pay zakah on the savings of, of the shop. Or you are translating. So you don't have anything, you don't have assets. Again, you are paying on your savings. Remember, the idea is you pay the zakah on the savings, you don't pay the zakah on the income because the income varies, can be less or more, and you have your expenses. Maybe some months you spend all your income, and some months you pay, uh, you have some, some savings. And I remind you again that the easiest way to calculate the savings is you remember when you start to have the the nisab then from that you uh, start calculating and when you have it one year then you pay on when you when you have it one year on the balance on that day this is the easiest way inshallah ta'ala I hope that I managed to clarify many of the matters regarding the zakah. Remember the zakah is fard and you have to do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakumullah khairan brothers and sisters for listening. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep you safe. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org. And follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.